late episode, thanks to me being a piece of shit. Uh, additionally, there are a few little technical issues in this one. Mostly I was able to hide them, just a few little things where we dropped out, but I managed to uh, cover them up in edits. One, I think I had to drop in a little note to so you know what we we're actually talking about, and then there's a few points where there's a little hissing noise, but it doesn't get too annoying, thankfully. Additionally, this episode gets a little bit weird, especially with what Morgan brings as the icebreaker. Seriously, just... you. Hello and welcome once again to the M4 Project. We watch movies the world missed and tell you if they're worth watching. As always, I'm Matthew Jelanek. I'm Michael Sullivan. And I'm Morgan Davidson. What do you got this week, mate? Uh, who would you say is the most desirable person to you? Well, this seems innocuous enough. Well, I mean, besides, besides uh, um, Randy Roddy Piper. Well, besides him. Besides him. Okay. Who? Billy Zane? <laughs> <laughs> you can go with Billy Zane. <laughs> Sorry, back. Okay. Sorry. okay. Um, no. Oh, Jesus. I actually don't know. Yeah, not your fiancé? No. I'll go for comedy here, man. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not trying to be wholesome yeah, and like, hot. Mine's not. Mine's Linda Evangelista in her pomp. Okay, she is oh, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Pictures supermodel, please. supermodel. No idea. Linda Evangeliza. Lista. Lista. Anyway, it'll get there. In her pomp, she was. In her pomp, so as in, in, in her, her prime when she was a supermodel back in the day. So you know, thereish, gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. That's mine, anyways. Mm-hmm. Move on. Mm-hmm. She was the one who famously said, like, we don't get out of bed for less than 10,000 balls. I'm yeah. Sure. Anyway. One of the first super models. Yours, Matthew? Uh, mine, aside from uh, Billy Zane, I'm struggling to think I did think of something and then I've completely forgotten it. Let's change channels to Mike. Mike, can you something? Nothing. Come on, we'll just have a name. This is for a purpose. For, for a purpose. Uh... Recently, I go Gal Gadot. It's pretty adorable. Oh, Gal-, Gal Gadot. Wonder Woman. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 I watched that yeah. I thought it was shit. Anyways. Uh what, what's fine, what's, but she's what's yeah. her name? She's gonna be um Captain Marvel. Brie Olsen. Okay, right. So cool. We've got those those people, right? Now And here it comes. You find them utterly attractive. They're beautiful. Mm. They're gorgeous. Right. I like her first. They want you. They want you, right? Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Put yourself in this mindset. They want to do naughty. Here be dragons. Naughty things with you, and you're like, I have a panic attack. Okay. Yeah, you're like, cool. <laughs> okay. You find them gorgeous. You want to fuck them, right? Now, I'm a pure boy. Think this. They're Are your we sister. married yet? There it is. What? They're your sister. Oh, then all attraction is gone. Why? Because we are no, no. blood related. No, no, but you this... still find them attractive. I would still know that they are an attractive person, but I would not myself there's, find them attractive. A, the, yeah. Because this is, this, is a, this is a thing of your brain. You yeah. grew up with this person. You've known yeah. them since... It doesn't matter. They're still fucking hot. There's, I'd I fuck think... her. That's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, note to future Matt. Banjos. Lots okay. of banjos. I'm giving her all the banjos she's got, Captain. She can't take much more. <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> Half yeah. You'll find them attractive, right? And just before... You're about to do it. He says, oh, by the way, I'm actually your sister. Boom. See, it can't just turn it straight off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Power it, down. It, it, both, it both works as like a meter of attraction <laughs> and my wee-wee. 
It's like, oh, like, like, I did the same thing. It's like, if you see an attractive dude, you're like, I can see that that man is a hot guy. I don't want to fuck so him. So you're heterosexual? Yes. You're not homosexual. So that does, that's. Okay. Um, no, avoid. What you're saying is, this is a really attractive woman who wants to do fuck your brains out, and just before you're about to do it, she says, "By the way, I'm actually your sister." I would also. Does well, that change your mindset? It absolutely so much? does, because I would be immediately repulsed by her because she has this knowledge, but she's still gotten to this point. She's fine with it, like I'm fine with it. Um, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I mean, no, how no, sir. No, so. She's like kissing your neck and goes, "By the way, I did, I did 23 in me." We're like a ninety-eight percent match. Pretty sure we're siblings. Uh, what? Well, <laughs> that kills that is, the mood. That, that instantly is, kills the mood. That is like, some biologically dirty talk. <laughs> <laughs> How many people can experiment? Lady, that's dirty at the chromosome level. <laughs> I mean, as long as she doesn't get pregnant, there ain't no fucking thing about it. No one need know. What have you done wrong? You've had sex like everyone else does. You know, well, you think you've had well, sex the, with your sister. You're not getting her pregnant. Well, then the problem is, I'd like, know. Yeah, I would know. You had sex with a really attractive woman. And she just happens to be your yeah. sister. And then you it's what, bad to breed, not bad to fuck. I'd be just mostly pissed off of anything because we're like, if we have the same blood, if you look like that and I look like this, <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> So you two are both morally sort of better, and I'm living in Rome, basically, and oh, yeah. way back. Enjoy Pompeii as it yeah. melts around you, and you wonder why, and perhaps it was the sins. And Zeus said... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this week's movie... Oh, we're a movie podcast. All right. All right. The Haunted World of El Superbista, also a slight incest podcast now. Um, no, no, it's no. not. No, it's not. We're not going to drag you. We're going to drag this down to your level. Uh, well, there is actually some slight, very slight incest, incestual thoughts in this because he puts his face up in his sister's ass. He's uh, like, mm, baby," and then she turns around and goes, "Oh dear." That's not, that's where I got this from. Yeah, I know that. No, I actually listened to a podcast the other day on. Oh, oh! You thought the podcast had started, didn't you? No, no, we're still in the icebreaker. We're still in the icebreaker. Jesus fucking Christ. Something you now know something else? Yeah. As in, so, like I was saying, yeah, you yeah. totally, you think this girl's fucking hot, but that myth knowledge changes your perspective. Why? You, two seconds ago, you found her drop dead gorgeous and you want you wanted to get all up in that. Of the same token, though, like if I was getting down to business and I took her top off and there was. A swastika over her heart. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm out. Man, no, fuck it. Every time you get a fucking Nazi swastika woman. I searched my music repository for Nazi banjos, but didn't find anything. I'm just going to skip ahead to where the podcast actually starts. Uh, don't know why I left this all in there. Oh, wait, evidence. Anyway, uh, we're uh, podcast. The Haunted World of El Superbista is an American animated exploitational musical black comedy horror <laughs> <laughs> film directed, co-written, and co-produced by Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie! Uh, the film was written by Zombie and Tom Papa uh, from Zombie's uh, comic book Tom series Papa. of the same name. The film follows the adventures of El Superbista, a suave yet violent exploitation film actor-slash-director and former mask wrestler. And his sultry sidekick and sister, the super agent Susie X. What does the X stand for, Matthew? The X stands for extra boners, according to background music. <laughs> As they prevent the evil Dr. Satan from taking over the world. Paul Giamatti! 
The adventure is set in the mythic, uh, the mythical world of Monsterland. So, we uh, first meet El Super Bisto doing a porn-style casting couch auditions of possible actresses for a bit in a short film. The short film happens to be a porno, and Super Bisto is the stud in the film. I think it's also possibly an ad for Pasta Sauce. We learn that he is uh, very successful with the ladies, somewhat smooth, prone to violent outbursts if he doesn't get his own way. He goes to a club and he tries to get the attentions of a large-breasted woman called Velvet Von Black. Uh, she has already got the attention. Rosario Dawson. Yes, and she already got the attentions of the evil Doctor Satan, as the foul-mouthed stripper has the devil's mark on her ass, and marrying her will transform him into an almost unstoppable force. It is up to El Superbisto and his sister Susie X. What does the X stand for, Matthew? Extra bonus. And her robot plaything Murray. To help them <laughs> stop this from happening. Characters, actors, and performances. Tom Papa as El Superbisto. El Superbisto. And well, you have to remember, this is an animated film, so yes. a lot of the performance is the voice acting, uh, the animation styles. It reminded me of a Saturday morning cartoon, basically, oh, all much. the way through. Like, very much. But with more boobs. Yeah, with it was like... And Bush. And Bush. A bit of Bush. Um, it descended like, like an adult Ren and Stimpy, but less... Gross animation and more just Looney Tunes animation. Yeah. Essentially, how I kind of picked it. Tom Popper, being a comedian and co-writing this, he he obviously got to write a lot of his own lines, and he is a comedian, so it made delivering them a lot easier. Yeah, mm. he knew exactly what he was going for, what he was trying to um, achieve. It it really worked for it as well mm. to have that that person write it to his style in the same sense as I'm pretty sure in the movie we did last week. Mm-hmm. Ross Noble probably wrote a lot of his own lines full stitches, and yeah. that's what makes it. Easy to deliver yeah. in the right sort of way because a comedian knows what's funny and knows how it's going to work. And, know, well, and also knows how to deliver. I really like this larger-than-life ex-wrestler character. He yeah. reminded me of a cross between Ron Burgundy and Quagmire. Giggity. Um, <laughs> that escalated quickly. Absolutely. He was <laughs> equally as sleazy as the two of them combined. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening scenes that introduce you to him were just so on point. Like... The fact that he's like doing this casting cat auditions, yeah. where he's like, we we don't we don't pick based on looks. looks. We go and on, then he on literally talent. does pay and it's just picked on looks. <laughs> yeah, That's well, he, as he says that as he's bidding a photo of someone with like a large nose and that sort of thing, and there's a few characters of Streisand, Lazen, and Ellie, and a few other uh, actors of the time, actresses of the time, and he's like, nope, 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 and it's just basically the big titted ones who get, who get the part, and then he's all like, it's basically a porno. Where they turn into werewolves and bite him on the ass, and then he slays that, them. That, that was unintended. Yeah, it yeah. <laughs> was. But he's there, basically dishing out pasta sauce onto their boobs, going, "You want my cannoli?" Yeah. He's <laughs> so, like, "Yeah." Well, why do you say like water? I don't know. But he's like, "Yeah." So that's a spicy amount. Annie, Annie, what are you doing? Because my tricks don't work. I'm going to to tell you. Which is actually close to what he needs to be for that role. Uh, so he's spreading uh, pasta sauce on booze and that kind of thing, and he starts making sweet, sweet love. He's spinning them around as you would expect. It's like a and pasta sauce oh. is going everywhere. This is a great, city, a great like, scene for you to just understand yeah. what you're in for in yeah. this movie. Like you're very it's upfront. About literally, it. sit there, jaw up, going, "What the fuck and, am I?" Watching? And the lady that he's pouring this sauce sensually on goes at one point. This is actually really it's hot. hot. He goes, like, like, yeah, he goes, no, no. I mean, like, it's burning. And he goes, well, it has to be hot. How else would it melt the cheese? And starts putting cheese <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> oh, okay. And she kind of takes it as, all right, fair uh, enough. Good yeah. reasoning there. Yeah. 
He gets a lot of character growth throughout the movie as well. There are background songs throughout most characters you're introduced to that give you an explanation. The songs are hilarious. They are. Especially his is is really, really good. Yeah. Um, There's there's not much we can say about this character other than he looks and sounds awesome. Yeah. He's just larger than life. and, And you also get the sense that he thinks a lot more highly of himself than the he's world. He's like a successful Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Well, a partially successful. He he's probably like a B grade level actor. He gets people recognize him, but they don't fucking care. And he's like, oh, every time someone sort of interrupts him, he's like, oh, all right, here's my headshot. Just a brief intermission whilst Mike handles a phone call regarding his canary selling business. All right, back to the show. I don't remember where we're up to. Yeah. When we're talking about. Uh, I think that's right. We're talking about the character himself. Well, mm, the yeah. character is a pretty cool fucking character. He has somewhat of a super super strength in, mm-hmm. in a sense. Like he's an he's ex- a cartoon character. He's a cartoon yeah. character. Yeah. He is an ex luchador. Uh, yeah, so he's he's wearing uh, constantly wears the mask like Escargot Man. Um, and <laughs> ding, 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 ding. he basically oh. has a little bit of extra super strength. And durability, mm. as far as it comes, because you are in a... Because of the body shape of a like a large triangle. He so looks like basically the tick. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. That's pretty Except much. Luchador. Luchador More tick. Saturday morning cartoons. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. All right, moving on from that, you've got Sherry Mood Zombie playing Susie X. Was the X stand for, Matthew? Extra bonus! <laughs> <laughs> Is it wrong that this cartoon woman gave me a hard-on? Probably not, because I fucked my own sister. One of the songs, it's... Perfectly okay to wank to yeah. cartoons. <laughs> the Japanese do it every day. <laughs> um, her scenes were there to give you that exploitation feel, mm-hmm. and it worked very well in an animated sense. I loved her relationship with Murray. That no. she was more dim-witted to the fact that Murray was infatuated with her and yeah. just didn't think of it in that sort of way. I think she definitely, definitely she knew. Comes, she, was, yeah. she was playing. Like she a knew, film. but. She wasn't willing to, to, to give in. Like, it's like, this is a strictly... I, I enjoy toying with you, but you are a tool for my missions. Because he's a robot who can convert into vehicles as she rides, much to his secret frustration. <laughs> and enjoyment. And enjoyment. Um, oh, yeah, her, her song that, um, that they introduced her with was probably the, my favourite. Yeah. Um, Susie X! <laughs> she was my favourite, probably, character in the entirety of the film, actually. Mm-hmm, she had yeah. some great one-lines, some great dealings with some Nazi zombies, yeah. um, great ways to get out of these things. She moved on throughout the rest of the movie and just it kept on being awesome because she was in it. Yeah. yeah, I liked uh, the way they portrayed her as well in mm-hmm. that animated sense. She was uh, a bit more like you said. That it looks like some, uh, Sunday morning cartoons, Sunday mm-hmm. morning cartoons for um, El Superbista. She got a little bit extra work on it, I suppose, to give her that bit more jiggle and yeah. um, other things. She looked a bit more. I don't know. A bit more time went into her yeah. look of it for me. Yeah, absolutely, because she's a jiggle physics. Basically. Yeah, jiggle physics. She had she had things that needed to move. She did. So she, she and they required moved. more frames. They moved quite well. Yeah. I was... <laughs> but that's okay. But that's the okay. Japanese do it every day! <laughs> um, Paul Giamatti as Dr. Satan uh, slash Steve uh, Wachowski. Great character. Great actor. Yeah. He, he got that, I don't know, wittiness yet. I don't know. Yeah, the diabolical little... He's there like, I'm going to do this plan. But he gives up because he's Paul G. Money. He can also do the, the high-pitched squealing of a nerd who's in a Satan mask as yeah. well. He's like... 
It's time again for What's That Sound? Is it a dweeb in a Satan mask? Or Iron Man's repulsor weapon? <laughs> Definitely one of my favourites. Yeah. Like you said, that what he was actually... Gave him a backstory and he used to be this whiny little twerp. Um, who was obsessed with Susie X. Was, who was obsessed with Susie X. This is back when he was Steve Wachowski. I wish they had have gave him when he went from Steve Wachowski yeah. to Doctor Satan, because mm. obviously maybe he was supposed to be the Antichrist. I don't fucking know no, no. what the go was, but at some point he changed to be an actual demonic. I think it's being. just I think it was just your uh, standard sort of uh, nerd gets squashed enough that he decides to rebel yeah. and he adopts this persona, and then through research and that sort of thing, he finds he's like him. butters just spraying. Yeah. Aerosol. <laughs> no, uh, and he finds a way to actually make himself into the thing that he perceives himself so to be. be. It it was great. I love the flashbacks for him at high school, uh, being picked on by El mm. Super Visto. Uh, what's the song you sing in the Susie X? I'm your love muffin. muffin? Yeah, oh. suck on my toes, <laughs> lick my nose. That's where it's definitely Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, taste my chest. Like I said, his backstory with his other wives. Um, so twenty two X Y. The idea of it is he's looking for the uh, looking for a woman who has the devil's mark on, and then if if he marries this woman, he will be, be transformed into like said, a true hellish beast instead yeah. of a man in a mask. So he's constantly marrying these women, and, and they're not failing. So he's cryogenically freezing. Them? Yeah, he kills them and cryogenically freezes. I think he just freezes because he has a freeze ray gun because he's got. Because he's a, a kill super me, villain. stun, and then shut the bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the relationship he has with his slave monkey, uh, who he's given a smart Otto. screw. Yeah, it's a smart um, <laughs> I thought for sure that Otto would be gay and actually had feelings for. That's why he was so no. hating. No, he was just super caring. Like these. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what, that's yeah. what it came about when I was first like because he just immediately hated this woman. Obviously, because she was. Just annoy, irritating as all fuck. And he's but, a super intelligent monkey. But it almost it almost seemed like it was he was getting a bit jealous of her at one point. Then, it was. I think it's the classic sort of manservant trope. So mm. kind of like a Mister. Well, not even Mister. Smithers, but a bit below Mister. Smithers. Where it's like, no, Smithers he's mine. Very gay. No, what? <laughs> Since when? Anyway, Hello, I remember Smithers. when he was black. You're quite good at, at turning, turning me on. on. You should ignore that. Uh... Yeah, and so Otto, Otto has a smart screw, and he's better behaved than the lady who bears the mark. Yes, Rosario Dawson as a Velvet Von Black. The opening dance scene that introduces to us to her is bizarre, brilliant, yep. and vulgar, all wrapped up in a bow. It, yeah, it's one of my fa- favourite sort of uh, mechanisms where you sit there and take cartoon tropes of this super flexibility of components like it's not uncommon physics for and all those it's things. not uncommon yeah for, the, for these especially Looney Tunes sort of characters to be uh, blow their own head out and hit people with a massive fist fall off a cliff uh, fall off a cliff all that kind of crap and stretch a bit and she's doing that with her bits her boobies are jiggling and that sort of thing she blows them up by blowing into a thumb like Popeye would blow up his muscles blows up a boot and she slaps people around and El uh, 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 Super Bisto is smitten well, he basically does the wolf yeah. jaw oh, drop sort of thing pop out yeah Ha-hoo-ba. Yeah, I didn't. It's, I, I this this scene didn't take me at all. I, 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 I really liked it. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just I thought it was it. like such a fantastic perversion of that medium of cartoon. Like I didn't honestly, I didn't yeah. pick up at that time, so I can kind of see it a bit more. But at the time, I was like, is just over, why? Why just, are we just, doing over, this? just overplayed? Like I was like, eh. yeah. but I get it. it. She's busty. 
and it, he likes big boobs. It also had a killer song again. Yeah, I mean, that's not the song. Because all, all the, the songs, songs were great. great. Like, As I was amazing. saying to Maddie earlier, is that I didn't realise... The music was in the background, and you're concentrating on what the fuck am I watching because you're watching this shit going... What the fuck am I watching? You missed Those the first initial songs. I did. I missed the first initial songs to, to realise that were funny. Yeah. I got a couple in and was like, hold on. What the fuck? And then had to go back and listen to the other ones so to have X, a great laugh about it. extra bonus. <laughs> um, this Velvet Von Black, uh, rough, tough, to the point, happy to flash some titties for cash. Yep. Um, she brought the cringe to the movie. Yeah, she was like, which was great yeah. that the but that the guy character wasn't bringing the cringe. True. She was bringing the cringe. True. She was a shit human being as well. Yeah, she was absolute shit. But it it was one of the things that I sort of looked at the character and went that Why? would ruin it. Yeah, you'd be like because the super Miso doesn't give. Shit. Like, no. I don't even think he realizes that she talks like that for a long time because no. he doesn't actually speak to no, her. No, no, he's just completely on so the side He's just like, want to put my dick in it. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's how that goes down. And then he's like, that is a deal breaker for me. That would just kill it so bad. Well, I couldn't thing- stand being around you for just, five sh- <laughs> Just here's something to shut you up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not you. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, for- I could say that. No, no, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> what? And here be one of those gaps, folks. From what I can gather from context, it sounds like we're discussing the fact that Velvet Von Black looks like a slightly more human-shaped but thoroughly perverted version of Betty Boop, that is to say incredibly pale and dark of hair and large of boob, but she speaks with constant African-American vernacular English, or ebonics, leading to questions of why. I guess it would be as cringe, though, then. True. Like, yeah, absolutely well, right. Is a cartoon exploitation film... No, actually, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because if it was that, it would come across very much like uh, the Wind in the Willows characters, like "Oh Lord of the Babies" and all that yeah. kind of thing. It's like, yeah, maybe you need to, maybe let's not do that racial stereotypes. And this way, it is actively a direct. Yeah, that makes sense. It's it's deliberately being just super cringy that this character would speak in this way, and also have. <laughs> No morals. Well, yeah. Well, no no morals, but... Oh, fuck. There was a great line when she's being picked up by Otto the gorilla and she's been stealing. It's like, you don't just get to throw me over your shoulder like a mink stole. And then he has the best reply of, mink stole? More like stinky mole. <laughs> <laughs> um, crude, rude character. Rosario uh, Dawson, fantastic delivery in all of it. Oh, all the oh, lines yeah. were... Actually, all the act- actors and actresses in this, oh, their yeah. lines were done yeah. brilliantly well. Uh, Brian Poston as Ro- Murray the Robot, his infatuation with his creator was yeah. hilarious. Oh, so oh. he can turn into all sorts of things. Yeah, vehicles. His and... penis ends up being the joystick of most of these Yeah, and one of them is just kind of him laying back with his arms behind his head yeah. while she straddles him like a motorbike using yeah. his dong to control yeah. it. It's like... Oh. <laughs> and, and he's holding her onto him so she doesn't oh, yeah, fall yeah. off by yeah. holding onto her butt and he's squeezing he's like yeah so he was, I just had sex <laughs> <laughs> um, the, yeah all, all the infatuations all these comments about his infatuations I found quite and, comical and because it's an adult cartoon she's constantly making double entendre and he's like what he's like no like it's like let me, grab you, this? let me grab your booty he's like what no your butt panels I'm grabbing my guns he's like oh okay. again like the way the way she rides him all those sort of things yeah Brilliant, um, a well thought out little thing to play with, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you like him, Mikey? 
Did I like him? In that way? Did he? Was I attracted <laughs> it's okay, to a It's robot? okay to jack off to cartoons. <laughs> the Japanese do it every, every day. day. <laughs> we know sisters are a no-go for you. But um, robot lovers or... Yeah, that's fine. What's wrong with Robot Lovers? Me, Mikey. What's wrong with Robot Lovers? There's nothing wrong with that. What? How in your brain is a sex bot and incest on the same level? Incest is slightly sexy if she's in the Revengealista. Okay, I have no retort to that. Right, looks and tone. There's a lot of things tonight. Yeah, the animation in this is really fantastically well done. It it rides that line of being. As Simple. Mike said, Saturday morning cartoons, almost low budget. Sometimes it's just a mouth component moving around on, and that's the only thing. Moving in a scene as they talk, and then there's boob jiggle physics and lots of boobs, and lots then, of juice, and then some killer fight scenes with Susie X fucking blowing away uh, biker Nazis and all sorts of shit. Fantastic piece of little fun. It was animated in a way that was still enjoyable. And like you said, it was simple enough animation, but that didn't diminish those action scenes and the boo bobbles. The boo bobbles obviously are a little bit extra animation, Mm. but they're still the exact same animation at the same time, which again leaves you to sit and go, what the fuck am I watching? Uh, Its colours were crisp, crisp, they were varied. I couldn't really put my finger on what it reminded me of. I know we commented a couple of things. I thought it reminded me a little bit of Ugly Americans um, yeah. in its style and it's set up being in a monster world. Um, and it's also very Scooby-Doo at the same time. The, the way the cat... Because it was that simplistic yeah, yeah. style of sort and of... Sabrina and uh, Sabrina and the Groovy Ghoulies. I don't know if you remember that one. I have one. never seen that never one. Never seen that one. Uh, uh, but also there's a few moments where they do the classic Ren and Steepy smash zoom into... Something disgusting. Just really just detailed, over de- the top, over disgusting. the detail, just ugh. Gilly like, parts. Yeah, like Stimpy's feet. Yeah, like that, like had that crazy Ren's contrast of a very adult and a very children sections yeah. of it. Like at one point, there is you can see that he's definitely penetrating that woman on an Italian table, pouring sauce on her. And there's another point where the head of Hitler puts his tongue out and with an explosive, and it's like, oh, that's a large breath mint you have, and then turns back to a big explosion. Exactly yeah. something that you would see in a cartoon. Yeah, for, exactly for kids. right. It definitely got some of its vibes from things like Fritz the Cat. Oh, absolutely. Coonskin, all those sort of things like that. Um, it had the right amount of nudity and Nazi propaganda to make me happy. Um, <laughs> just but not enough sisters. Not enough incest. Um, <laughs> the tone, I thought... Game was, of Thrones gets the incest just right. Not of approval. Yep. Uh, no, they went too far. They had kids. <laughs> So I'll stop it. Oh, that's Wrap your shit. Um, the, t- <laughs> <laughs> the tone was also great. I loved that it was a musical, mm-hmm. um, which I had read, but I hadn't exactly taken in until I was listening to these songs mm-hmm. going, again, what the fuck have you chosen? Yeah. It, it's not a direct musical in that the cast don't sing. There's but the songs back- in the background. But the background music is... Basically, narration of what's yeah. occurring and telling you who these people are and what they're doing and why they're giving doing giving them it. a backstory, and it's fantastic. And they're not just over bloated pieces of um, just story spew; they're actually catchy yeah, as well. Very funny. Yeah, they're like that's actually a pretty great little song. Or there'll be like there'll be like a break in dialogue, and that's when the music will swell up louder with a line that's very funny, yeah. very relevant to what's just happened. Yeah, it's just again, like they're on point. Right amount of humour, mm. added to the backstory, oh. added to the plot, 
gave you that something a little bit extra. Probably one of the one of the best uh, points of the whole movie is the, the song. So oh, yeah. it's, it's oh, yeah. definitely a very big strong point. Um, what else can we say on looks and tone? Um, I think that's about it. Really, it, it's a very well executed adult cartoon. Fantastic, actually, because I'm busting for a fucking week. <laughs> you gonna stop? You gonna pause that? Or? Four canary selling for Mike, and it looks like I actually fixed the issue we were having with dropouts when I got up to take a pee. So go me. Also, how awesome is this new intermission music? I love it. All right. I just remembered a conversation I had with a primary school friend who couldn't <clears throat> fart without peeing. That'd be very awkward. Yeah. He's like, because I like, tore ass. He's like, oh, you peed yourself. I'm like, I didn't. <laughs> He's like, what? And he didn't understand. I was like, yeah, I can just fart. I pee every time I fart. How does, what happens if you just, just peed? There's nothing left. I don't know. Maybe does gas comes out. Magically <sighs> makes some more. Salty crystal shreddies your reef Wow. And I recorded that. Awesome. <laughs> and it looks like there's still like a little hissing sound that comes up every now and then. But hey, it's better than, you know, dropping out. Sound bite. <clears throat> Where were we? Um, the fact that this was an animated exploitation film was great. I, I thought it really set the vibe in this animated world. Mm. Um, it was very much a modern Fritz the Cat. Yeah, it was a very mm. modern. Like it had every it really aspect was. of what an exploitation film should be that I've seen in like in in the flesh. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was very similar to a Grindhouse um, film. Um, it was quite an achievement to to get it across as that in an animated sense. Yeah. Like Fritz the Cat did a great job. Mm-hmm. When, when it was made in what was it, the 70s yeah. 70s 60s 70s. yeah 70s um, and you saw it back then you're like oh yeah I can really see where you're going from but you can't just do that like no. that was sort of special yeah. um, and, and this got that across as well that you could see it and go I can see all the aspects that you're exploiting in this little sense yeah. to, to make it what it is and I, I really like the fact that they were, I think I said it earlier that they used <laughs> this childish medium to explore these adult themes and be completely unabashed about By it. Doing Especially it. even in the songs, sit there and recognise like, it's okay to jack off the cartoons, the Japanese do it every day. <laughs> like, yeah. Because okay, during the scene, there's topless cartoon characters just, bouncing and just cat fighting. Cat fighting in the film. You're like, oh my God. I thought animation, like it can lack depth. Um, where live action would have got things through a lot more. Um, this did not suffer too much from that. No, not at all. Um, you got exactly what you were expecting from it. I was like, it goes the other way as well. Animation can just can portray things that real life... Mm, there we go. Absolutely Very true. Couldn't. It's, mm. yeah, it's Very just a completely different medium. Um, any more looks and tone? I'm happy no. with that. Overall. Overall, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I went in completely blind. Uh, usually, I'll, I'll maybe quickly look at IMD, IMDb and have a look at the um, the poster and a few's in it and the little genre. I didn't even look at that. I went, all right, super. I didn't even realize it was an animation I didn't, until it yeah, started. I was like, I oh, maybe it's just the opening credit sort of thing. No, it's just an animation. What the fuck? I literally didn't realize a cartoon until I started playing yeah. the movie. <laughs> I didn't yeah. look at it at all. It so, was, and it turned uh, into a fantastic ride that I, I it did it did take loved. me I, I won't lie it took me 10-15 minutes to understand what, what I, the like, fuck I was watching to actually grasp what I was about to get in for uh, once I was on board I was on board all the way um, um, overall 
Yep, I loved it. I laughed hard. It was great. I was laughing, staring at the film, going, what did you pick? Yeah. <laughs> what are you fucking watching? But in a great way. Yeah. It was bright. It was funny. It was bizarre. It was a total me movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cringe, crass, in your face, but very subtle in a few scenes yeah. um, just to get the humor out. And you had to read between the lines of what it was getting yeah. at. Uh, it did both very well. It did that exploitation. It did cartoon nudity. Um, yeah. I was it very had a, and a little touch on incest, which I enjoyed. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was very happy that I could look my fiance in the eye and say, I did not pick this movie. <laughs> not me. Not, it was not, not me. me. I'm, this is against my I was, world. I'm the on the ride, forcibly. <laughs> yeah. I have to watch this. It's for a hobby. Um, other than that, Anything else you want to say about it? No, I, th- I think it was a brilliantly executed. Recommend, absolutely. Yeah, that check one. it out if you check like. It. If you watch like it. Family Guy, Rented Stimpy, crude humor, it's uh, yeah, watch it. So, a bit of musical as well. Yeah. No it, real. Spoilers. It is absolutely the sort of uh, film that would happen if you had a bunch of adults go, "Hey, we have access to an animation studio. Have you ever wanted to see cartoon characters just doing it? Do all sorts of weird shit. Do the shit that they're not allowed to do on Saturday morning." Um, you can't spoil it because so much fucking happens in it. I don't know where to start. And also, it's a cartoon that follows a formula. You know how it's going to happen from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Favourite scenes, favourite songs instead? Is it spoilery dudes? (laughs) Probably the thing is, what I realised halfway through these songs were fucking amazing. I realised that I was going to forget them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it happens with everything. Like, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I was like, all these songs are great. An hour after, I couldn't remember any of them, how they went, or the lyrics. Yeah, so they're not funny at the point, and then they just... Which is sad, because they were great. Yeah. Um, anything else? Was no, it? like, I, I, any of the zombie scenes, zombie Nazi scenes, yeah. I thought were h- hilarious. Um, I've already said the scenes with uh, Susie X were bang on point. They were great. Actually, the scenes at the bar... Yeah. With all the extra characters, yeah, because um, it's a monster town. It's a monster town. So this monster people, bar, zombies. It was quite yeah. funny, yeah. Uh, and their reactions to uh, Velvet Von Black when she was doing this first performance. That's yeah. what I loved about that performance yeah. when you first meet her. You uh, see all these yeah. people's reactions to yeah. this character. Definitely a pick. Um, and I think the opening scene, uh, actually, the opening scene where you're introduced to El Superbisto and how he casts people and then he's smothering yeah, like that was hot the sauce perfect, over boobies that yeah. was the perfect introduction to his character it yeah. was ideal you could see mm-hmm. just him being womanizing just him there for one thing him just want all physical attraction and also thinking well. very very highly of himself yeah exactly but like then and, and, and I do, like I was expecting again nudity I wasn't expecting a very large Mexican wrestler to be literally on top of a woman penetrating her yeah going Oh, okay. That is a pink man butt. Didn't expect that. And then she sucks his toes. <laughs> then, yeah, the other one sucks his toes while he's doing that. And then they they both look at the full moon and, and turn to werewolves. werewolves. He gets bitten on the ass. Like, one of them was Medusa. True. Okay. Like the one he was pounding was Medusa. Yeah, true. I've always wondered, Medusa, pubes? Snakes as well? Uh, yeah, it has to be, right? It's just all hair is a play. Well, then again, do they have the little snakes coming out of her arm? I mean, if she whacks, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> No, no, just, just the head. head. Just the head. Oh, okay. Just the head. Oh, is that too weird well, for you? Really? Throughout the <laughs> well, no. If Medusa looked at him, he'd get hard. Sure, <laughs> she turns people to stone. Hey, hey. didn't. Anyway, uh, thus end of the podcast. Thus end of the podcast. Thus end of the podcast.